0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, streaming live from YouTube, it's game time. Get ready to huddle up with John Matrix and Rhodes Rands as they bring you the real deal on sports. It's first in 10 with black and white sports kicking off now.
0: What's up, black and white sports fans? John Matrix and Rhodes Rants. We are back in the house. We are live. Uh, we missed last Sunday because we actually did the Saturday night uh, live stream for the, the Tyson uh, Roy Jones fight. A um, lot of fun doing that live
1: stream, too. Uh, what's going on, Rhodes? Nothing. Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, chat. Rosvin, hello. Then
0: I see Joker Wonder Woman is here also. Karen James is here. The Conservative nice. Tuba. And as always, folks, you can support us through the link for Anchor. We have a monthly donation where you can actually go over there and support the podcast because this will be up on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, last time when we were doing the uh, the Tyson um Roy Jones fight. We had some technical difficulties with my Rodecaster Pro. We couldn't use the audio. We had to throw it out because Rose is coming very, very distorted into my headphones and also into Adobe Audition. So,
1: and we thought it was me. So yeah, that we thought it was him. Yeah,
0: but all you guys saying, that oh everything was um was good. And then we find out <laughs> I have to reboot my Rodecaster. This has never happened before.
1: For once it was you, for once it was you. Yeah,
0: yeah, for once it was me, man. But you remember when great. I when I bought this Rodecaster Pro, you remember we had problems with um the echo. And yeah, cuz roses yeah. show up on all of my live streams and um there would be this really really bad echo and then I found out I have to turn on turn on the mids minus on here so you guys don't hear that echo cuz me myself I don't hear the echo. It was only everybody in the chat roads. They can actually hear it. So, but man, we're all good to go. Hopefully it works correctly. I mean, this thing is amazing. I mean, this is how I produce all the podcasts through this thing to Adobe audition. And then it's pretty quick. At first I was actually recording it directly into this thing because this has an SD card, but it takes so long to export it's not even worth, um, you know, recording it into the roadcaster. It's better just to let it channel through to Adobe audition because I can get the podcast up in like
1: 10 minutes. Right. Right. You get it up real fast after the live stream's over. Yep. Hey, let's say what's up to some uh, more folks in the chat. We just got Lando Calrissian just joined by the way. Lando, not Pando Calrissian, Lando Calrissian. Bryce G's in the house. James Gammon, uh, Joe Bob Tarheel. That's a great name, Joe Bob nice. Tarheel. Philadelphia Eagles. I did not know the Philip the NFL was joining the chat. Paul Jojo, Jason Smith, KC, Eric Hurdle, Sledge Michaels. Sounds like a cross between a WWE name and a porno star's name. <laughs> Good job, Jermaine Burgess and Josh Putman. Welcome in. And I see Rasmussen telling
0: me to stop buying mites. Yeah, well... The the issues weren't with the microphone.
1: John's got a bit of a mic addiction.
0: I haven't bought one in a while.
1: Right. And guys, make sure you bang the living hell out of the like button and that good old super chat if you wish to support the channel.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Because we're going to be rocking and rolling here talking about this uh, Sarah Fuller thing. And honestly, when I got up this morning... I knew that we were going to be going live. We didn't. I didn't really know about the topic, that topics that we were going to be talking about. And then Rose started this topic here about the possibility of Sarah Fuller actually winning the ESPY's Courage Award, which is from ESPN. And I was like, man, I was thinking to myself because I just finished working out and I was in the shower. I was like, man, the Fitz is in. I really <laughs> do think that the Fitz is in. I mean, this is the same the same company you know that gave the art, artist formerly known as Bruce Jenner a courage award over that uh that college uh, basketball player a girl that had uh brain cancer or something like that some kind of cancer and she passed away and they gave the courage award to him yeah and i remember I, a lot of people were hot about that
1: uh i think there was also um another person in the running who was a gentleman that was ex or I shouldn't say ex prior military oh yeah that that something had happened to and uh that was also a point of venom. Um I was livid over that when that when they gave that award out, I could not believe it. I had my my jaw was open. I was like, "Are you shitting me?" Brett Favre looked like he wanted to flame throw the entire room. Yeah, because I
0: remember, <laughs> man, they put the camera on uh, Brett Favre, and he wasn't standing up and applauding like all these other woke people in the in the audience because they know that um that was absolutely ridiculous. You know, because up to that point, man, from a sports standpoint, Bruce Jenner was irrelevant. I mean, he it was all about the Kardashians, you know, and if yeah. you ever watch that show, man, it seemed like he never wanted to be on there anyway.
1: Right, right. Oh here here it is. Um Joker Wonder Woman. There was a former soldier who had become an amputee and he was passed over. That's yeah, what it that's, was. He that's was right, that's right.
0: I wish I could remember that girl's name though. I can't remember her name or the school. I mean, that was like what, twenty twenty fifteen? because I know I was actually living in this house. I've been here five years. It was somewhere around 2015, 2016 when that happened. And that's when you really started to see the signs that ESPN was fully woke at that point. Right. Fully
1: woke. Yeah, that was, um, that was around the same time that SC six started with Jamel Hill and Michael Smith, and uh, Dan Lebitard uh, was getting that show uh, in Colin Cowherd's time slot. Yeah, because Colin had left already. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that was a product. The head of ESPN at the time was a guy by the name of John Skipper, and he was woke as hell, super woke. Yeah, and
0: He's the he, godfather of woke center.
1: That's right. That's right. And he was also very, very good friends with Dan Levitard. They were really good friends. And um I remember Dan Levitard was I was watching his show when John Skipper got they said he stepped aside but he really I believe was canned. He had a drug he, problem. He right, he was yeah, he had a a bit of a um, Coca-Cola issue. Yeah. He was a big fan of the Coca-Cola. Yep. Is my understanding. So, um, I don't I don't really pull any punches when I talk about John Skipper. I yep. usually call it I usually call him the cocaine cowboy, but yep. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I, m- I remember the Espies,
0: man, they used to like really, really mean something, man. I mean, if you remember the Espies, what's the most famous Espies? Was it nineteen ninety three, right? Uh Jim Valvano coming up there stricken with cancer. He gives that, um that speech, you know, and he starts the V foundation and then don't ESPN give up, don't, yeah, ever don't give yep, up. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, that was really kind of the face of the ESPYs and now nobody watches the ESPYs. Nobody well, cares about it.
1: Well, they even got away from, you remember they used to have, the Jim Valvano day where it was their auctions all day long on every show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every day. Cause I remember uh, Mike and Mike, it was Jim Valvano and they would have people on there talking about telling stories about Jimmy V Cowherd, herd Rusillo, and SVP. And they were just sharing stories about surrounding Jim Valvano. They did it every year. It was really nice. I mean, it was it was really cool to hear all the stories about Jimmy, uh, about Jimmy V, and they quit doing it. They quit yeah. doing it. They were too worried that it was affecting their ratings. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, going woke is what was affecting your ratings. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you know? one thing about Jimmy V, you got to remember, he probably had the biggest upset in NCAA history in the championship because he beat five slamma jamma. Hakim Olajuwon one and uh Clyde, Clyde Drexler in a massive upset. I mean it was it was kind of a fluky play, really, huh? <laughs> if if you kinda of look back at the tape. know yep. But he did it. You know, and he went down in college basketball history because of that. And I think he's even bigger because of the uh the V foundation now. But ESPN, man, they just it, it's real sad, man, what happened to them, man. I mean did you see uh Clay Travis said that um it used to be if you left ESPN it it became a death sentence. Now? Not so much. I mean Lebertard is leaving in uh in January. Right. Lebertard is going to be okay financially. He's definitely going to be okay. I mean guys that leave ESPN now they go out and they, they do their own thing. They're roughly pretty good. I mean Skip Bayless is gone. Um Cow Cowherd is gone. Rich Eisen is gone. Aaron mm-hmm. Andrews. Man, they lost a whole bunch of people over They're,
1: the years. Well, in fact, they do better because, yeah. for example, Cowherd. Cowherd now owns the rights to all of his ancillary products. He owns his YouTube channel. That's his, it was part of the agreement. Uh, yeah. His podcast, that's his. His podcasting network, that's his. And so we know, we know that's no joke. The millions and millions of views he gets on YouTube, that's real bread. That's yeah. real bread. And especially and
0: podcast downloads. You make so much more money on podcast than you actually do on YouTube.
1: Right, right. You Ryan don't really Rus- have
0: the censorship on podcasts, right. plus the CPMs, the sponsorships, much bigger.
1: Ryan Rossillo lands at the ringer. He said the other day, I was listening. He's now got the number three sports podcast in the world, and that's where he'll end the year. Wow. As the number three biggest podcast in the world. By who, who is it? Ryan Rosillo. Wow. who was, yeah, yeah.
0: So oh, we his, know Joe Rogan's number one.
1: No, we're talking sports. Oh, you're talking about podcast. sports?
0: Okay. I was like, man, yeah, how in but,
1: the world could he? That's, that's a huge, that's a huge number. A huge number. Yeah. You know, um, you got political and you got sports. That's your two big, you know, podcast uh, subjects. And uh, of course, nobody's catching Bill Simmons. He's the Joe Rogan yeah. of podcasting. Well, he started The Ringer. Yeah,
0: he yeah, started The was, Ringer, and he he, sold he it. started
1: started at all, really, the podcasting gig. Yeah.
0: you know, Joker Wonder Woman says I hated Cowherd at ESPN. I was a bit fan when he was over there at, what, at ESPN. Too. Me too. And yeah, when I he went over the thoughts, day. I was still a bit fan of his. Lately, Cowherd is—he's went, he's he's went woke. He's went woke. And actually, to tell you guys the truth, man. The main—the main reason why I was big on First Take was because of Skip Bayless on First Take. Actually, you know, it, before it was even called First Take, it was called a uh, Cold Pizza. And I used to watch that show religiously. And then when it became cold pizza, it was great. And when Mm -hmm. Skip Bayless left, I was still watching it for a little bit. But Matt's Kellerman completely turned me off from first take because he was super woke. Now, I'm a fan of Stephen A. I still like Stephen A. But even now, Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, I haven't watched it in a month.
1: It's unwatchable. I have not watched it
0: in a month. Yeah. Because, not not really because of Skip Bayless, mainly because of Shannon Sharp. Shannon
1: Sharp turned into straight trash. I mean, at this point. Dude, I was a big Shannon fan. A big Shannon Sharp fan. I was. I mean, who's who's more woke,
0: Shannon Sharp or
1: Mats Kellerman? Uh,. Has Shannon Sharp blatantly went after Trump supporters? Um, Max Kellerman did. I
0: don't think he's necessarily done that. Of course he went after Trump, but I don't think he's necessarily went after Trump supporters.
1: Well, didn't Max Kellerman call Trump supporters white supremacists or some shit like that? I, or, I don't know. Cause I don't oh, watch the show. Oh. He said we, we did a video on it. Uh, he said we were the ones burning down the country. Oh yeah, not, that's not right. I, I think I did that IT. video.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he has said that um, it was uh, right-wingers that were actually burning down the city. He was spreading a false narrative, false lie, because everybody knows that BLM and Antifa, they're far leftists. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that video now. Yeah. I don't think Shannon Sharp has actually done something like that. But I remember, man, they were having... This whole discussion, you know, about uh, race and all this other stuff right after George Floyd. And then I always knew that Shannon Sharp was probably woke. But at that up to that point, Undisputed did a really, really good job not crossing that line, you know, of bringing politics into the show. But once that happened, bam, it just fell apart and they did it. Uh, first Super Chat here today, Bryce G with $2. Thank you. Mats Kellerman is the worst. Probably so, man. He, he may actually be worse than um than Shannon Sharp. I think so. But I think so. It's getting really, really close.
1: Who's the top five biggest pieces of trash in sports media right now? Lebatard Kevin Matt's
0: Kellerman. Kellerman. Is he first? He's first. He, he, he probably is, man. I mean, he, yeah. he's probably first so much that I don't even watch him anymore. Right. Because right. Cause I never thought that I would stop watching first take. I never thought I would stop watching that show, but I did. And it was mainly because of him.
1: Now I have I said this in my Levitard videos. His show was very well produced a lot of his topics sucked, but Mike Ryan did a hell of a job with the production of that show. Um, I don't know what'll happen to that show. Part of me thinks he's gonna end up at the ringer.
0: Lebaton, you think so?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's possible. And you like lo- you love the ringer, because um your your boy um Racillos over, over there.
1: Yeah. I li- look I listen to Bill Simmons too. I do. I he puts out a hell of a good um uh, Monday morning NFL recap with Cousin Sal and they talk about all the games and then they do the betting lines for the next week. Yeah. Um very very good podcast. Nice. Very good podcast. Uh
0: Jason Smith with a 499 super chat didn't say anything but hey, we really really do appreciate that. Um appreciate all the super chats that do come in. Um Herb Street needs to go into Biden's basement. <laughs> God, but, but he who, who, turned who, who out to who be. Who are you of the top five SJW um, mainstream media sports? person? Oh, you know
1: what? I know who's number one. Who? Jamel Hill. Oh, that's not even close. Number one, Jamel Hill. That, that's not yeah. even. Technically,
0: she's not really even doing sports anymore. Well, but
1: yeah, well, she's got a sports show on no, she Vice. Does. With, on Vice with Carrie Champion. You remember her?
0: Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's Jamel. Jamel Hill is really the Colin Kaepernick of the sports media. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I that's not even close, so um, Jamel Hill, Mats Kellerman, Shannon Sharp. Uh, we need two more, man.
1: If Michael Smith was still relevant, he would be in the top five, but I don't know what he's I don't doing. Really know now. What he, I don't know what he's doing either. Um I guess Stephen A. Smith went woke too, didn't he? Pretty bad. Mm, Stephen A's been pretty much the same.
0: I mean, he's he's never been one to shy away from talking about race, because he always says, you know, as a black man, but yeah. I never felt that Isn't he was, Stephen he was a. Going, a Republican. He he definitely has conservative values. I remember he, been, he, been he was actually probably your
1: best friends. Him and who? Bill O'Reilly. They're oh, okay. best friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know his necessary, his political stance per se, but I remember back in, maybe it was 2015, he had a um an interview with Fox News and he was saying black people should just go ahead and vote Republican. I mean, you've been voting. He, he was basically echoing the same thing that Trump was saying. And when Trump said um, you have nothing to lose, He was saying something very, very similar to that. I I, I always felt that he had very, very strong conservative values, but I don't know his actual politics.
1: I'll tell you who's in the discussion. Mike Florio would be in the discussion. Oh, he's the ringleader of the Corona bros. (laughs) Him him and Peter King have lost their mind on this. You know, uh, Goodell came out the other day and said, there will not be a bubble. They are not putting together a bubble. Yeah,
0: that would and be impossible anyway with football.
1: It, well, they want them to put one together for the playoffs. They think they could put one together for the playoffs.
0: Mm, you would need. You would need multiple. How many cities would you need for that? Probably like five cities well, to start off with.
1: Do you know who's actually got a bubble right now? By, I'm not going to say by default, but the 49ers have got, are in a bubble right now. Well, they're not playing at home yet because um, Santa Clara is is shut down. But they, the way that they put themselves uh, relocated to Arizona, they are literally in a bubble. They are to the stadium, back to the hotel, cannot leave. People cannot come in. Nobody is allowed in there. They had to. They literally brought in a weight room into. Um one of the places where the, the hotel uh, hosts like parties is now a weight room and they've got all the players quarantined off, even though they're not, um, and, and and Florio was like, this is what every team in the league should be doing right now is, is creating their own bubble. And he claims that most of the coaches wish this is what would happen. Actually. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't want to live my life like
0: that. I really wouldn't. I mean, even the way the NBA bubble did their thing, I don't know if I would want to. I wouldn't want to live like that. Now, granted, I'm somebody that was in the Navy, so I'm used to being out at sea. You know, in a very, very confined space. You know, two or three weeks at a time. But then I get to go out in public. So now you're asking these players, you know, to go out stay in a bubble, you know, months at a time. I, I believe this is probably one of the reasons why, you know, some of these NFL players opted out for the season, man. They don't want to be separated from their families like that. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I continue. I've got a conspiracy theory around the Patriots. I believe Belichick told his defensive players to opt out. Because, you know, five of three of his best defensive players opted out. Um, yeah. I think he wanted to lose. Outside of outside of Stefan Gilmore, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, and somebody else opted out, plus two more backups on the defense opted out. Hmm. All in like 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, gotcha. Belichick called him in and said, opt out. I want a high draft pick. <laughs> so you really think he did that? And by the way, it may not matter because uh, they've got the Chargers today. By the end of the day, the Patriots are going to be 6-6 six and six, probably. I wouldn't put too much confidence in them. They're in the hunt. I told you before the season they're making the playoffs.
0: Oh, because the playoffs are expanding now. Remember how they used to have six They teams, got, a, they got, they got a, a 17, yeah. They got seven? Or yep. is it
1: eight? It's seven on each side. Okay, but there's only one bye. If, the, well, they do have that backup plan that if they have to cut the season and go straight yeah. to the playoffs, it will be eight teams.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because there's seven teams. So let me go look at the standings here real quick. So AFC standings here as of right now. Well, I can go play off picture here. The Patriots are in the 10 spot, but, um, Oh, I, I don't think they're going to make it. I mean, if there's seven spots, the Colts right now have the uh, the seven spot. That's seven and four. The Patriots are five and six. I don't know. Do you think the Patriots can win back-to-back games at this point?
1: I don't no, know. Maybe, depending on who they draw.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. but but, hell, when you look at this, man, the Dallas Cowboys – three and eight one game out of first place, but they're in the 16th spot right now. Yeah. One game out of first place. Think about that.
1: Daniel Jones is out for the giants too. Yeah. And they're, they're in first place in the division. Okay. Yeah. Colt McCoy is playing. Wow. I forgot he was in league. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah Fuller. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we watched that whole fiasco all week, and I don't think that story is over. I got a question: Is this Derek Mason the one that got his ass run off? Uh, by the way, his virtue signaling didn't help keep help him keep a job whatsoever. no didn't. Uh, not uh, and and look, didn't even buy him any <laughs> time. Sarah Fuller kicked on Saturday. Uh Monday morning he was he gone. Was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same Derek uh Derek Mason that played for the Ravens? The damn good wide receiver that played in the NFL? Is that the same, same Derek Mason? The one that played for the Titans and the and the Ravens? Had um, sort of a haul of very good career. Uh, I didn't know if no, that was the I don't, same I don't guy.
0: Think, I nah, be, that's not the same guy. Are we um, sure? Yeah, because he's been uh, coaching since nineteen
1: ninety four. Let's see. I think that ain't the same guy. I think that anyone mentioned the fact that okay, JD eighty seven is saying it is the same Derek Mason that played in the NFL, the old the old wide receiver for the Titans.
0: No, it's not him. The coach was. He's fifty one years old. Oh, and I'm, look, and I'm looking at his coaching record, I mean, his head yeah, coaching positions.
1: I don't, I don't think that can be him. He you was know, a wide receivers
0: that, coach at Mesa Community College in 1994. It's not him.
1: Yeah, that Derek Mason is 46. Not p- pretty close in age, but yeah, not the same guy. Yeah. Good God, he had a good career. Jesus. That's arguable. That's arguable for the Hall of Fame. 12,000 yards as a receiver? Yeah, but that don't necessarily mean you're
0: going to get in. That is a lot of R, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess he did. Was he on that Ravens team that won the Super Bowl against the Niners? That'd give him a ring. Man, did my screen just... I'm jumping around. Yikes. All right, I'm closing my YouTube. I noticed my internet starting to jump around. Yeah. So... The best story in the NFL that nobody is talking about because everybody is talking about the BLM. They're waving the BLM flag. ESPN, every Monday night football uh, game is running a uh, BLM um, Harry Edwards socialist commercial. It's not an NFL commercial. It's an ESPN commercial. I've Uh, seen that. Colin Kaepernick's mentor, by the way they're running that they're both that, communists <laughs> they're both communists right <laughs> so we are heading towards um we talked about it a little bit earlier we're heading towards the espies the the courage award how in the hell is there a better story in sports this year than alex smith and his comeback his he almost died he got a staff
0: infection yeah. in that lake He's probably going to be the NFL combat player of the year.
1: Slam dunk. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. He was in mortal danger. He is now the quarterback, regardless of how bad the division is. He is the starting quarterback of an NFL team trying to make the playoffs. And the media is saying virtually nothing about this at all. Virtually nothing. I I contend this would have been the biggest story in any pre-woke NFL season. Listen to this. Alex Smith had 13 to 17 surgeries on his knee. Wow. Are you kidding me? And he is the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Said it. I said it. Cancel me. I don't care. (laughs) For the Washington Redskins. And... I promise you, Sarah Fuller will get the Courage Award over Alex Smith, who literally almost died from that leg injury. And she will take that award over Alex Smith. And I wonder if he will even get nominated for it. He should win that award walking away. He's involved in sports. Greatest comeback story. One of the greatest comeback stories in the history of sports, if you think about it. I contend they won't even look at him for one reason. John Matrix, you know the reason. Tell me the reason.
0: He is a straight white male. There you go. There you go. And you, got, not- you got a woman on the other side in a college football game that only made one single kick. She was never in danger because the fits was in. The other team knew what was coming. That's why they just fell on the ball. The Fitz is in. When is when is the ESPYS anyway? I don't I don't even know.
1: It's uh, it is. Is it uh the Sunday? No. Let me look it up. Yeah. I think it's in April. I don't know why I think it's in April. Um, <laughs> CMC forty six twenty two oh, says they the, don't it's, give
0: a f. The SPs
1: this year was in June. Well, right, but I'm talking about next year. Oh, uh-oh. whatever happens uh-oh. this year will get recognized next year. So, uh, it's totally crap. It's totally crap. She's going to walk yeah. away with that award. I mean, the and, the,
0: the, the courage award is a social justice award now. At this point,
1: ah. Oh. So it's just it doesn't even have to be sports related anymore.
0: And I'm a, I'm just curious uh, I'm, about. Who actually um has been the recipients of this award? Okay, they gave it to Jimmy V, nineteen ninety-three. How Cosell got it in ninety-five. Muhammad Ali ninety
1: seven. Yeah, I remember Dean Ali Smith,
0: Billie Jean King in
1: ninety nine. I remember that.
0: Um but here's the thing Billy Jean King She campaigned for equal prize money for both men's and women's tennis. Um, Kathy Freeman. I'm shocked. They actually gave it to Pat Tillman in
1: 2003. Yeah. Folks,
0: I'm willing to bet that Pat Tillman would not get that award in Woke 2020.
1: You can can book that. You can book it. Book it. There's no way. There's no way he would get that award now.
0: Yep. Okay. So 2015, Caitlyn Jenner. 2015. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is two different. Before that, I think we forgot about this. 2014, they gave it to Michael Sam. Michael Sam.
1: That's the same same scenario. Only NFL. Same scenario. Because yep. he he barely played at all. Right. He got in, he sniffed a little bit of one game or something because how much did he actually play? Did he didn't even make a, he didn't
0: didn't make He he didn't play. I think in one, he may have played in one game. I know he played in the preseason and then he just kind of fell off a cliff. Now looking at this here, the award hasn't really turned into a social justice award 2014, 2015. It did. Um, twenty sixteen, it went to Xavier Dobson, fifteen year old American football player who uses body to shield three girls from a drive by shooting. Uh, they gave it to Eunice uh, Kennedy Shriver. Twenty seventeen, founder of Special Olympics. Okay. Twenty eighteen, U.S. gymnastics sex abuse scandal. Um, they gave it to them. Bill Russell got it in twenty nineteen, and Kevin Love got it. Uh, this year for uh, mental health. So it hasn't went completely well, but definitely 2014,
1: 2015 went over a cliff. Didn't Stuart Scott win it one year or was that a different award they gave him? That probably was a different award. Okay.
0: Uh, Cause I don't see him on here.
1: No. Damn. What happened to ESPN. Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott was one of the greatest Sports Center duos ever. Dan Patrick, Keith Overman, man,
0: Sports Center. Yeah,
1: look at Keith Overman. <laughs> Jesus, you want yeah. to talk about going woke and psycho? <laughs> yeah,
0: he's really went kind of over the edge. But you know what? I think that um, she's going to end up getting this award, you know, because woke stories like this don't come around very often. You know, think, think of this. Michael Sam in 2014, he got the award because he was the uh, first openly gay football player to get drafted. So that's rare. So the fix was in for him.
1: Look, you want to talk about the fixes in. Let me tell you the story behind that because I've heard it on one of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, He was not going to get drafted. He was not. No, he, was he draft- wasn't good enough. He was drafted by the St. Louis Rams. because the act- lead,
0: the lead, Basically, the league came in and said, hey, do us
1: a solid and draft him. One of the closest coaches in the league to uh, the higher-ups, mainly Roger Goodell, yep. was a coach by the name of Jeff Fisher. We all yep. know Jeff Fisher.
0: Yep. Used to be the Houston Oilers coach.
1: And the league put a call in to Jeff Fisher and was like, look, you got a sixth round pick blah, 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 hook him up. And they drafted Michael Sam. And look, everybody knew Sam couldn't play. Michael Sam couldn't play. He was way, way too slow. He was way too slow for a defensive end. Uh, He lacked the uh, explosion off the line he needed to rush the passer in the NFL. College, fine. But, yeah. Yeah. That 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 was a shit show. That in itself was a yeah. a scam. Him and getting and drafted, you you
0: remember, over. man? He was a sixth round pick, and they actually had cameras in there showing his reaction to getting drafted. Nobody there's there's really no coverage of any player in the sixth round getting drafted. Tom Brady got drafted. There's no there's no video of him and his reaction to getting drafted. But Michael Sam. They went out of their way yep. to make sure that it happened and it was a a disaster, man, what was what they were showing on there. I mean, they didn't have like cake throwing it in a face or something like that. It was something really, really ridiculous, if I remember correctly.
1: Oh, somebody brought something up. I don't know that Sarah Fuller ended up on Madden, but is there a college football game right now? Ugh. Is there a college football video game? because if there is she's going to be on the cover of it.
0: Well, they put um they put Colin Kaepernick on the um the cover of um is it NFL 2K 21? I think he's on the cover of that and he's not even in the league. Don't God. don't be surprised, man. Because you got to remember, man, if you don't bend the need of social justice, then you're going to be canceled.
1: That's ridiculous. So there is still an NCAA. I thought they had, I don't know why I thought one of those college games they had to get rid of for a while, but, uh, yeah, if there is one, she's going to be on it. Look, there's rumors that she could actually win the damn Heisman. Yep. There there is rumors. You want to talk about losing all credibility, all credibility as an award. If it, if she wins the Heisman. Can you imagine over a squib kick? That that
0: definitely should not happen.
1: Oh, by the way, it's now a squib kick. For the first four days after it happened, nobody whispered an utter of a squib kick except us. We said it looked like a squib kick, but that doesn't make sense under the circumstances. Yeah, you
0: don't do a squib kick coming out of the half, even though you're down 21 to nothing. You do a squib kick basically... So the player can just fall on it and nothing weird um, happens and there. You would just basically want to try to run out the clock. No, no. Right. Right. And guys, we got almost, we got over 360 people watching right now. We only got 153 thumbs up. If you guys would not mind smashing the thumbs up button, I know we can get to 250 thumbs up on this video. Thank you. Well, what were you going to say, Rose?
1: There's no, there was no reason to do a squib kick there. So, but after the kick failed mightily and the video of it went everywhere by the time we got to Wednesday, all of a sudden she's literally making comments saying she was told to do a squib kick. Does anybody believe that? I don't believe that. I, I believe she was told to say, yeah, you were told to do a squib kick. I don't know
0: if she was told to do that kick. But what I do believe is that between the two teams, they worked it out to where the other team would not return, try to make a return on the ball. Once they got the ball, because if you look at the video, man, it made no sense for him to just automatically fall down on the ball. Because I think he's really still didn't have anybody around it. So he could have got up and probably, you know, ran for another, you know, five yards or so.
1: So Derek Mason and the other coach had a little handshake agreement that they wouldn't pursue.
0: Pursue. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it.
1: Are they? Do they have another game left?
0: Mem, they were supposed to play Georgia.
1: Is that getting rescheduled, but or is I that think camp? it is
0: now because uh, Georgia is not um, going to be in the SEC championship game because of uh, it's going to be Florida and um, Alabama. And Ala- Alabama now. So, it's supposed to be rescheduled for December the 19th. So, but that's the same day also as the SEC Championship. So, we'll have to see, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll so have to they, see.
1: So, I wonder if they're going to um, – are they going to allow her to kick the whole game?
0: I don't know, man. remember they were talking about trying to get their kicker from last season to come in.
1: He's a doctor or something now. He's in medical school, but the interim coach doesn't even really know
0: him. I don't know. Um, Steals Eve with a $20 super chat. Greetings from Massachusetts. Keep up the great, the good work. Well, thank you for that $20 super chat. Really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you for that. Yep. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have Dr. Phil on this channel, but. Nah. Got to go over to my channel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it makes my channel unique so um yeah so when they play that game i don't think she's going to kick the whole game because she can't kick that that's the problem she can't kick
1: well they I'm have interested. a
0: punter that can kick the ball i mean why didn't they actually use the punter
1: i'm interested well because he was trying to make a social statement <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean let's just be real and and you know what I think he knew he was getting fired, and I think he gave the middle finger to everybody on the way out the door. Yeah, I mean he had to have known being zero and eight. Um, not only does the incident look bad, but um, I'm kind of surprised the uh, athletic department is letting her stay on the team.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's why I think you know that there's probably some kind of agreement not to put her in harm's way, man, because she can get hurt. If she has to make a play on the ball, you got some, I don't know how much she weighs, but I'm thinking probably like what? 120 pounds or something. And you got a grown ass man running after you, some 230 pound guy. She'll be in harm's way, man.
1: Oh, somebody will take her damn head off. Take her her head off yeah if if they've played Georgia unless again they make an agreement and I don't know that I don't think Kirby Smart is going to agree to that he's gonna you know in uh, or or they'll wait till they'll have somebody else kick until Georgia's beating the ever-loving breaks off of them which will probably be about midway through the second quarter yeah and then they'll let her come in to kick when there's no point of trying to uh, destroy. I just don't know that Kirby Smart is going to agree to that. Yeah. Because he he comes from the Nick Saban line of uh, the, the Nick Saban coaching tree. And can you imagine Nick Saban? Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, would you not try to tackle out yeah. there if Blah and Nick Saban would be like, go F yourself three times in a row, okay? <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen, man. This is what I think is going to
0: happen. Let's say that Vanderbilt actually wins the coin toss. Okay. Okay. They're going to receive because there's no way in hell. They're going to allow her to kick off the opening kick in the game and put the other team in um in good field position. Not going to happen. Oh, yeah. So they're going to, they're going to receive the ball and we all know they're horrible. So chances of them scoring much at all are slim. So she won't be on the football field hardly at all. So she'll come out second half, make another terrible kick. You'll probably see her one
1: to two times in this game. That's it. And make no mistake, there's going to be Georgia Bulldogs trying to take her head off. Oh, yeah.
0: Because trust me, man. I mean, what Vanderbilt did, man, they're not doing a service to the sport. They're making a mockery out of this sport. Folks, you can get hurt out there playing. And if she gets hurt, man, what's, what's going to be the talking point, you think, Rhodes, if she
1: actually gets hurt? If she gets no. ran over by yeah, well, a 230-pound man. You'll have you'll have calls that the game is too dangerous then. And that whole flag football narrative will, will start up again. And there'll be liability issues being brought up. um. It's going to it's going to be ugly. It's going to if she yeah. gets hurt, it's going to be ugly and it's all on Vanderbilt. It's all on the school. Well, you remember
0: you remember when she made the kick, man. She didn't even go to make a play. She ran immediately off the field.
1: And right, right, that's true. And uh make no mistake, somewhere in this country there was a really really good Junior college kicker that would have loved a shot at kicking for a Power Five conference.
0: That's probably a high school player that could have made that kick.
1: Well, I oh, absolutely. There's high school players that are making 55 yard field goals. Um, absolutely, go for it. Yeah, D Mac with a two dollar super chat.
0: Uh, Vandy plays Tennessee on Saturday too, then Georgia. Okay, all right. Thanks for letting us know that. I thought that that was going to be their last game. So they play in Tennessee on Saturday. Then the following week, they're going to play uh, Georgia. Okay.
1: T- Tennessee needs to win uh, that game. I can tell you uh, the way their program is right now and how much heat is on that program. So the look, the volunteers are going to be coming after her without a doubt. Without a doubt.
0: Well, unless they have a conversation before the
1: game. Hey, just fall on the ball. Just I, fall on the ball. I don't know that coaches' brains work that way. And you know
0: what? If if, I, if I'm Tennessee and I win the coin toss. Are you going full Greg Williams? <laughs> I'm going to say we want to receive the ball. Don't defer.
1: You, oh, we're, we're, we're getting the ball. We get we, the ball because we we're know we're going to get in
0: good field position. Yeah. Opening kickoff. Yeah. We want yeah. to do it. But also, is there a possibility, though, still that they may actually use that punter for that or. They may actually get that medical school student to come in and kick. I mean, if you really, really want to win, man, you're not going to have her out there kicking the football, especially on the opening, uh the opening kickoff. You're not going to do it.
1: Because you th- you shouldn't be putting the other team in good field position. You know, hey, I call bullshit. Make make her make her go out there and kick. She wanted to be a kicker for the Vanderbilt football team. Make her go out there and make every kick. Every kick. If you can't do it worth a damn, oh well. But it's supposed bad. to be
0: a social justice statement. Vanderbilt is definitely more interested in a social justice statement than actually playing a game. Uh, I- because you wouldn't, be cele- you wouldn't be celebrating a 41 to nothing ass whipping. You wouldn't. Uh, Joker Wonder Woman with a $5 super chat. If Sarah gets hurt, I hope people say she played like a girl. <laughs> well, that's the whole talking point of her thing. You know, she got to put the decal on the back of her helmet, play, play like a girl. And, you know, the, to stereotype play like a girl, means you're not going to put yourself in harm's way, then technically, yeah. Thank you for that, uh, that $5 super chat.
1: David, David said exactly what I said in one of my videos about it. Were there no guys on the men's soccer team that deserved a shot?
0: Yeah. I don't know how this whole thing even, even started, man. I mean, why would you go to, I mean, who contacted it? Probably Derek Mason is what I'm thinking.
1: I, I think it was all set up by the coach.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too, man. Because you know you got the men's soccer, soccer team, you also had the med stu, med school student that kicked for you last year.
1: Vandy doesn't have one.
0: They don't have a male a men's soccer team. They don't have a men's soccer okay, team. Okay,
1: okay, all right. But still, there's no men's soccer teams out there you could pull. But up. Still,
0: <laughs> you had your kicker from last year. You could have asked him, you have the punter on your team. the punter from on the team could have did it he could have did it did a free kick well, why didn't you allow him to do it?
1: Well we know we know why <laughs> yeah we know why
0: uh we got a10 dollar 999 super chat from Dean Sukenti. thank you for that uh super chat. really do appreciate it didn't say anything.
1: Thank you for that.
0: Thank you for that. But um, Derek Mason, he must have wanted to do this to get some kind of attention on the program. Because, Rhodes, there's no way in the world we would be talking about an
1: 0-8 college football team. We wouldn't. Hell no. Vanderbilt would be – they're an afterthought in the SEC anyway, but – um, look, do you think he thought, okay, I know I'm getting fired. I know I've had a terrible season, but if I do this massive social statement, that'll buy me some cred heading into finding another job. And somebody will hire him because of that bullshit.
0: But you know what? If you're I'm any kind of school you. and
1: why in the world you would that. you want to hire this guy when he was clearly
0: not interested in trying to win a game?
1: I don't know that it'll be another uh, Power 5 team. No. No.
0: Got another four ninety nine Super Chat here from Ama <sighs> Zamet, 717. Says, if she tripped a guy to prevent a TD, she'll probably get SEC Defensive Player of the Year or SEC All-Defensive Team. Thank you for that Super Chat. Now, tripping a player that is completely illegal, that should be a flag. But would the refs have the gut statue to give her a flag?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a good question now. Now we're bringing in rule speculation yep. that they won't throw a flag oh, on so her. Oh, so now you're going to penalize
0: check. a woman for making a play. It's an <laughs> illegal play. You can't trip. Uh, Jason Smith for four ninety nine. Sarah Fuller now identifies as a male, wants to be referred to as Steve. <laughs> Steve Fuller. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Thank you for that uh, super chat. Kurt W 499 super chat says, I like your shirt. Keep speaking the truth. Thank you. And for people that are listening, we're wearing the ESP CNN worldwide leader in woke shirts. Uh, You can get that uh, in the merch store, check the show notes. if you're watching on YouTube, you should be able to see it right beneath here. And Rhodes also has a 2.0 version of this shirt. It's in the merch store. And also we have our, La China James shirts. It's not showing up on YouTube yet. Rhodes has to figure out what's going on. But if you click the link to the um to the merch store, it's in the merch store. I need to get one.
1: That's one of the best shirts we've made. Yeah.
0: I need to I forgot that we had it, man, because yeah. it wasn't showing up in the videos.
1: Yeah, I've got to order a shirt so I can wear it in videos, but La China James. Oh man, it's great.
0: And it has yeah, the, like the Chinese so lettering too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh it's really really good i'm trying to figure out something with the nba i'm trying i'm i'm trying to figure out something with the nba where we won't get nailed (laughs) yeah you know um i'd really like to do something around the marxist nba of china (laughs) i keep trying to figure out that angle you know yeah so i'm trying to work it out
0: yeah i'm gonna show people that um that are um, watching right here. I'm gonna share my screen real quick so everybody can see this. Uh, Little China James shirt. Bam. Right there. That is amazing. Right there. So it comes in blue. I guess this is black right here. That's just the hoodie that I'm showing right now. Another blue, but of course you know you can get in shirts too, um as well. Oh yeah,
1: show that good old black in that shirt. That's is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That is awesome that, right there. That red lettering. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah.
0: That looks really, really good right there. But we have that now. Uh, back to the super chats here. Julie Moretto for $4.99. There will be scholarships named after Sarah for females participating in college sports. I'm sure will happen next year. I don't want to see it but I wouldn't be too surprised, man. But I'm surprised, you know, that the sports media isn't crushing, um, Vanderbilt for firing Derek Mason, a black man.
1: Oh, Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was thinking about that when I was driving in and I was thinking about the topic. I was like, when is the media going to go after everybody for a black guy getting fired during this year that we're in right now? And, and they're going to blame the Sarah Fuller thing. They're going to say it was poor timing. Um, there's something going on with the election somewhere right now. It may be California, but a black guy got fired, and now they're calling racist, even though it was blatantly illegal. But they said he he shouldn't have been. Oh no! No, it's not. It was um, Grandmaster Jay got arrested for the for oh, the uh, yeah, black yeah. NFAC yeah for yeah. the Black Militia. He got arrested and. Uh, black c- politicians in Louisville are saying that was racist to arrest him under the circumstances of timing in our country he pointed a gun at the FBI
0: he's lucky they didn't shoot him
1: God I swear to
0: God oh my goodness <laughs> uh another 499 super chat here from Manahor Rajan my super chats Being censored, if W can play M sports, if women can play men's sports, what's stopping men from playing women's sports? Exactly right there. If you want equality across the board, man, men should be able to play women's soccer then, right? Right, right. Men should be able to play in women's wrestling if you want equality
1: across the board. That would get certainly get interesting. Yeah, it would.
0: <laughs> Eric Hurdle with a ten dollar super chat. Mason probably has a job all lined up at ESPN. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. As a, well, as center. A, but they can't afford anybody right now. I mean they're letting
1: everybody go. Look, they're they're totally complicit too, because not only her, but ESPN, their SEC network. I've got a major, major issue with the fact that she agreed to do a post-game interview, not talking about the game, not talking about her team, not talking about the fact that they got the ever-loving shit
0: kicked out of them. 41 nothing.
1: She's out there talking about how proud she is that she went out and kicked the ball. And I'm like, your team just got beaten Destroyed. 41 to nothing. The lack of humility here, the the lack of uh, uh, team sports, the uh, look where I come from. If you're asking beat be 41 to nothing, your head better be hanging and you better go sit in that damn locker room and you better be depressed for like three days afterwards. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you don't have yep. the correct level of competitive fire to play on any team I'm involved with. If you're out there talking some shit in a in a post game interview after your team just got, I mean, smoked, embarrassingly smoked, and you're out there, uh, but it's okay, waving,
0: Rhodes, remember, waving your
1: pom poms. Remember,
0: halftime she was able to rip the team at halftime, but yet after the game she's all smiles and all happy after they. Lost the second half twenty to nothing. Not as bad as twenty one to nothing. But still, they lost twenty to nothing in the second half. But she's all smiles and giggling and stuff after the
1: game. a chick's not even on the team. She's giving she's giving a halftime speech. Chick's not on the team. Yeah. Not and played one game. I don't <laughs> oh. even really know if the players even knew her. <laughs> Hall of Fame speech. <laughs>
0: Man, as, as woke as sports has, have gotten, man, I wouldn't be surprised if she made the College Football Hall of Fame. There's no telling where the woke level will be, you know, in 20 years.
1: We'll have to see. Do you see my face right now? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to build a wing, <laughs> add on a wing to call the College Football Hall of Fame just to dedicate it to her. God, why, why don't they put her on the men's
0: boxing team at Vanderbilt? I don't know if they have one. You know, put her in the heavyweight division.
1: I would like to thank my vagina.
0: That was funny, Rhodes. You made that video.
1: For <laughs> I would like to thank my vagina for the this award. That has been bestowed on me today. <laughs> we are all gathered here today to celebrate my vagina. <laughs> Didn't matter if um, my kick was horrible. Oh Christ, Jesus! It's ridiculous. I mean, that just that infuriates me. Look, if yeah. you want to, if you want to parade her out there, it's one thing, but for it to be celebrated the way it has is utterly just. Stupid. It's so stupid. I, I just, I'm floored. I'm like, God, everybody is so woke. It is nuts.
0: I'm wondering, is that Vanderbilt, uh, Tennessee game going to be nationally televised? It probably will be at this it'll, point.
1: It'll be on somewhere. It'll be on somewhere. Yeah. Whether it's like ESPN plus, um, alternate channel or something like that. You'll be able to put that game on. Yeah. You
0: will. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, you know, we'll make a video of it. Make sure we don't actually uh play the clip of her kicking. Because they're they're claiming those videos, man. Sports Wars has had their um their videos claim when they show any clips of um her kicking. So can't show the can't actually show the her kicking the ball. Which is kind of ridiculous, you know.
1: But uh, That's, uh... I it's think ridiculous. we're
0: about to start wrapping up this show here. We've been going for an hour and that's about the length of the show. I'm going to be jumping over to sports wars here in an hour. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, me, Jeremy and uh, Ryan will be talking about this also as well over there on sports wars. <laughs> oh man, and Jeremy's and Jeremy and Ryan have been putting up these Sarah Fuller videos too, man. I mean, we were, we were actually kind of late to the game on putting up uh, the Sarah Fuller uh, video. And those videos have been killing it on the channel. I mean, we've been revitalized over here on uh, black and white sports. Uh, Last month was not, not so good of a month. And this month is also, it's just rocking and rolling right now, man, because of, because of Sarah Fuller stuff. And also we have the Marxist NBA of China starting. So folks, if you thought the videos are good before you ain't saw nothing yet,
1: man. Because so, somebody told me to lay off LeBron the other day. Are you oh are you are you guys always just gonna keep talking about Lebron? And I'm like, I'm gonna keep taxing his ass on a oh, yeah. relative daily basis for until he retires, and then if he's still running his mouth, I'm gonna continue to tax his illiterate ass. Yeah. Just
0: man, just wait until <laughs> And you know, Rhodes gets much more Passionate, I guess you can say, when it comes to making these uh, videos. Conviction. Yeah. He (sighs) is going to rip the living hell out of LaChana James, LaWoke James, LeBron James. He's not going to lay off, man.
1: No. It's not going to happen. No. No. I still wonder. I keep getting calls from L.A. on my phone. I'm Mm -hmm. like... (laughs) I don't answer any calls. I don't recognize. I'm like, why is LA calling me right now? (laughs) That's hilarious,
0: man. Uh, any other final words Rhodes? before we wrap this show
1: up? Negative. Everybody, uh, have a safe Sunday and whatever you decide to do, whether it's partake in the NFL or not partake in the NFL. So, yeah, Thanks just for go out, out there,
0: have fun, man. Live your best life you possibly can. Reject woke sports. Keep tuning in to our videos because, man, we're dropping the hammer down. We're telling the truth out there. And, folks, we really do enjoy bringing you guys the news on sports. We'll have to see what happens here in the future, man. But for right now, sports is woke. And they're going to try to ruin your Christmas also in the Marxist NBA China. But we're going to be right here to have your back, man. Anyway, Rhodes, anything else? Or is that a wrap? Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern
1: is full. All
0: right, folks, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. If you're watching the football games, enjoy. Folks, we will catch you guys next time. You've just listened to the black and white sports podcast with John Matrix and Rhodes Rance, a no holds barred approach to sports. Join us next time on black and white sports.